Hey there, welcome to the Kim Constable podcast. Nobody cares. Work harder, baby. Did you enjoy the training yesterday? I really hope that you did. I absolutely love training um, live. I love teaching live. It is literally my most favorite thing in the world to do, apart from podcasting, of course. I really do enjoy podcasting as well. So I'm not going to prattle on at the start of this. This is just a quick intro to say, enjoy today. You're not going to hear from me at the end. And make sure you tune in tomorrow for another very special bonus episode of these live trainings that we're doing all week in the Million Dollar Mentor. And I will be back next week with my usual episode of the the Kim Constable podcast on a Thursday or a Friday, but this week we're doing these live trainings. So tune in and enjoy, and we'll just go straight into the training and I won't speak to you again at the end. Okay. Have a great day. And enjoy. Let's get started. Uh, you guys are going to love what I'm going to teach today. It's all about how to sell. Um, and of course, as you know, I'm going to start with a story so let me tell you um, where I first realized that this was a mistake that people make. And um, indeed, it was a mistake that I had made in the past. So kind of two stories that I'm going to intertwine. First story I'm going to tell you is whenever I launched the my first ever online company, which was called the Work at Home Moms Network, which was a mitigated fucking disaster. I It was actually quite a good product and there was a lot of good information in it and there was a lot of good teaching in it but of course I had absolutely no way to sell it so I had just thought that if I you know like what is that Kevin Costner movie about you know build it and they will come or something there's like you know a, a field of dreams or something and he just believed I've never seen the movie but I think there was something like he thought if he just built like a baseball field people would come don't know anyway uh, that is not what happens just because you build it doesn't mean that anyone is actually going to find it and one thing I want to tell you as well is that organic traffic is dead organic traffic is dead if you want people always say to me Kim how do you make so many sales I pay for them I pay for Facebook ads I always have from the very beginning because I have done it both ways because whenever I launched the work at home moms network I had no clue how to sell it no clue whatsoever and so i was going online and i was looking at you know posting every day on my um on my business page on facebook and i was instagram didn't exist at that point and i was i can't even remember what i was trying to do to, to make sales but certainly i think i was writing online articles and doing blog posts and trying to link back to it and all this kind of stuff right really did not work um i didn't pay for facebook ad traffic at the time because honestly I had no idea how to do that. I had no idea how to run Facebook ads. I didn't know how to find a Facebook ads manager, nothing. So I kind of launched it on a wing and a prayer. Um, and then I did do some kind of random, like I saw people doing webinars and things. And I was like, oh yeah, webinars. And I went on webinars myself. I was watching loads of webinars at the time, trying to figure out how to use Pinterest and how to use Facebook and how to grow your business and all this kind of stuff on LinkedIn. And so I went on loads of webinars. And at the end of every single webinar, I always wanted to purchase whatever it was they were selling. So I did run a couple of kind of, you know, haphazard webinars and um, didn't really sell very many products. Um, and, and the whole thing was just a bit of a flop and a bit of a failure. So I closed the Work at Home Moms Network and then, and I decided to completely shut down my whole internet company. And the internet company sounds very grand. It really was not. And then I, uh, I started as a yoga teacher and then I eventually began to, um, to sell the yoga talks. Okay. But, and do yoga talks did like, I, I talked yesterday about how I created the cash cow. I created these, uh, yoga detox workshops, which 
people purchased. It was like people came to an actual physical workshop. I ran two of them every month. And then at the end of the Yoga Detox workshop, I sold my D-Yoga Talks program for a massive discount. I think I sold it for like $47. And so I usually then made quite a lot of after sales as well. And so I realized the reason why I was making a lot of after sales, I would have made maybe $600, dollars to $600. I would have sold between $400 to $800, between 10 to 20 programs after the workshops, right? Of people wanting to buy the Yoga Talks program. And that's when I had my ding ding moment. That's when I was like, huh, okay. So the reason why I'm consistently selling between 20 and 40 Yoga Talks programs per month is because I have an audience in front of me. So I actually had a physical audience sitting there in front of me who were whose attention I had captured for the two hours of the workshop that they were there, who saw me as the authority and who then went on to purchase the program. And that's when I thought, okay, so if you create a program, you have to actually put people in front of the program who might actually purchase it. So whenever then I got the idea for the Sculpted Vegan, I began to think, you know what? I can't launch a, a fitness program if I don't have a way to sell it. And I was determined that I wasn't going to launch a fitness program if I didn't have a way to sell it. Because I had done the work at Home Moms Network. It was a total flop. I had done the yoga talks. And I had actually run some Facebook ads to do yoga talks because I was... I took a Facebook ads course. I did it myself. It was $297. I learned the basics and the fundamentals of Facebook ads. I ran my own Facebook ad traffic, created my own graphics, ran my Facebook ad traffic, my own Facebook ad traffic for my workshops and was successful with them. Um, but I didn't know how to retarget or optimize or do any of that, you know, real fancy schmancy stuff that my marketing director does in the company now. I didn't know how to do any of that. I just knew how to run the basic ads. And I... So I did run some for my Yoga Talks program, but I never really made any money. And I was so terrified. I remember like setting my, I think the, the Yoga Detox program at the time, uh, the full price I think was $297, $297. And I remember setting my Facebook ads budget, I think at like, you know, $250 a day. I remember being like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, like what, you know, $250 a day, or maybe it was $197, can't remember, whatever it was, but I remember setting my, my ad budget, you know, which seemed massive to me at the time. And I remember thinking, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, because I could not afford to lose any money, right? Does this sound familiar for those of you who've done Facebook ads? So you set a budget per day and then you watch it continually. Am I making any money? Am I making any money? Am I making any sales? Because I knew that I had to sell. Do you know what? Now I'm thinking back, I think it was, I discounted the program to $97 from whatever it was, 297. And so I think I'd set my ad budget at $97 a day. So I had to sell one program a day in order to cover that ad spend. And if I didn't sell one a day, I panicked. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm not making any sales. And, and then I think after about a week, I, it was just too terrifying for me to keep running those ads because I really didn't have any money to lose. And so I, I shut the ads off because it was just too scary to keep the ads running because I really was just, you know, it was, it was just, I, I had no clue what I was doing. So fast forward to whenever I decided to launch the Sculpted Vegan program, I knew that if I was going to launch this program, I had to figure out a way to sell it because I wasn't going to go through what I went through with the Work at Home Moms Network and with Yoga Talks. I was not going to create another program if I did not have a way to sell it. And so what I did was, um, I remember one day I was scrolling through Facebook and Amy Porterfield, who interestingly is now a really good friend of mine, for those of you who know her, 
Amy Porterfield come up in a Facebook ad. Uh, or maybe I was, I Googled, right? Okay, and here's actually a really good teaching point. I, it wasn't a Facebook ad, I Googled, right? So actually, let me use this as a teaching point to pay to pull this back to day one. Are you listening? Okay, listen up. I had been on many webinars in the past, many, many, many webinars. And at the end of the webinar, they always sold a program. And at the end of every single webinar that I attended, I wanted to purchase the program. I wanted to purchase it. I was like, oh, my finger was hovering over the purchase button, but I was a stay-at-home mom and I didn't have any money. And, and I wasn't really even running a business at the time. I was still learning about you know running businesses. And so buying a, a Pinterest course or a, a course on LinkedIn or all of those things, they they didn't, they weren't serving me at the time because I was still kind of in the learning phase and I wasn't in the I'm ready to purchase and put this to good use phase. And I knew that my husband would kill me if I spent any more money and didn't, you know, I didn't make money back. But this particular day, whenever I was um, creating the Sculpted Vegan program and I was in the process of creating it, I thought to myself, you know what? I need to figure out a way to sell this. And I remembered back to the fact that I had been on many, many webinars and I, at the end of every webinar, had wanted to purchase the product. So I went to Google and I searched for how to create webinars or how to make money with webinars. Okay. Something very specific. So let me pause for a second. That's what your customer is searching for. They're not searching for how to have more passion and fulfillment in my life. Like I've seen loads of your, loads of your things coming up in, um, in the, in the Facebook group. I've been looking through all the posts and many of you, 99% of you, 95% of you are missing the point, which is why I'm going to do it. And it's not bad. Okay. I'm not being like, you're missing the point. You're bad. You're not. It's really hard to get this. Okay. But I'll tell you why you're missing the point. You're overcomplicating the problem. The problem is really simple. The problem is really simple, but you guys are overcomplicating it, making it into this massive, big, all-encompassing thing. Your customer is going to Google and searching for something like how to make, and I'm doing this, I'm typing, how to make money using webinars. That is what your customer is searching for. Your customer is searching for how to stop my baby from crying. Your customer is searching for how to get rid of belly fat. Your customer is searching for how to lose weight, for how to fit into your wedding dress in six weeks. Your customer is searching for how to lose the last 10 pounds. Your customer is searching for how to take a good photograph with an iPhone. This is what your customer is searching for, these simple problems. Your customer is searching for how to do a pull-up, how to do an unassisted pull-up. That these are the kinds of things that your customer is searching for. Your customer is not searching for help me find my passion and my purpose in life and overhaul my finances completely so I can live a joyful, happy, wonderful existence. No. Okay. No, that's not what your customer is searching for. Most of you are overcomplicating the problem. The problem that your customer is searching for is usually very specific. So that's the teaching point that I wanted to pull in here, but I am going to do a whole separate bonus training on that because so many of you seem to have missed it. And if you've missed it, it's not your fault, it's mine, because I'm the teacher. And if I have not taught you in a way that you've understood, it's my responsibility, not yours. Lesson number two, if you're the teacher, it's your responsibility. If your students don't get it, it's not theirs, you can't blame them. 
So back to what I was talking about. So webinars. So I went to Google and I put in how to make money with webinars or how to sell with webinars. And what popped up? Amy Porterfield. Webinars that convert. But it wasn't a program. No, it was a free masterclass. Sign up for my free masterclass and learn how to create, how to, how to launch your, and it was very specific, how to create and launch your five, how to make five figures or something with a webinar, how to create your five figure. She was very specific. Five figures means more than $10,000. How to create your first five figure webinar in under 30 days. Well, I was signing up, baby. So I signed up for that masterclass. I watched the masterclass and I ended up purchasing Amy Porterfield's program. And whenever I, it doesn't exist anymore. It's now she's kind of merged everything into Digital Course Academy. So I purchased her program, uh, Webinars That Convert, and, be, and it was a thousand dollar program. And I was shitting myself spending that amount of money because, and I put it on a credit card. I didn't even tell my husband. Not that it was his money at the time because I was using, I was running to Yoga Talks and I was using that money to build the Sculpted Vegan. But I was like, oh my God, a thousand dollars. Oh my God, a thousand dollars. Like it was a massive amount of money for me at the time. And I remember hovering, I remember sitting with my finger hovering over the over the pay now button or the buy now button going, oh my God, will I do this? Will I do this? Will I do this? And I remember sitting there and I went, right. And I made a commitment to myself and I said, I commit, I promised myself, I said, I promise that I will use the information taught in this program and I will follow through. I will follow through and I will do exactly as she teaches step by step. Because I knew that Amy Porterfield knew what she was talking about. I knew that she had, and of course, at the end of her webinar, she had sold the program webinars that convert, which I then purchased. So I knew the damn system worked, right? And so I purchased her program and I, and I sat there with my finger hovering over the button and I made a commitment to myself that I would follow through. And with that commitment, I had this real deep sense of security, not security, this deep sense of conviction. And I clicked the buy now button. I put in my credit card details. I paid over 12 months. I couldn't have afforded to pay up front. I couldn't have, I, and there was a couple of different upsells, you know, different webinar templates. I wanted to purchase them all, but I couldn't, couldn't afford any more money. 997 was a massive investment for me. And I purchased that product. And that is how I launched the Sculpted Vegan program. I decided on how I was going to sell my program before I even had the program created. And so the two went hand in hand, okay? And so this is the first mistake that I see entrepreneurs make. They create a product or they create a program or they create a service or something to sell, but they don't ever think about how they're going to sell it. And so they invest a lot of money in the creation, a lot of money in the making of the videos or the making of the product or the making and the, you know, and they're getting all the bits together and suddenly they have this massive investment and, or small investment or whatever, but investment in this product with absolutely no way to sell it. 
And so if, especially if you're an online entrepreneur, what many people do is they create a product and they get really excited about it, right? Who here's excited? Who here's like done days one and day two and now you're like, oh, I know what I'm gonna create, I know what my problem is and I, I have so much more clarity or if I don't have clarity, I think I'm getting there and I'm loving the process and you're getting really excited about creating your program. And nobody, I bet you not, hardly any of you, if, if, if any of you have even thought about how you're gonna sell it, right? Everyone's really excited about creating the program or the product, and that is how it should be. However, if you don't think about how you're gonna sell it, then you're never gonna sell anything. And so that is the first thing that you have to do. That is step one of what I'm teaching you today. You have to decide on a sales mechanism, and you have to decide on that sales mechanism before or during or while you are building out your product or your program. I was chatting to a girl, um, a, a local girl actually, uh, who years ago, maybe five years, no, maybe about three years ago, four years ago, created um, a fitness program. And she had a reasonable following on Facebook and Instagram, and she created a fitness program. And because she had a reasonable following, whenever she launched her fitness program, she did it really well with like giveaways and promos and videos and all this kind of stuff. She, I think, made about 12,000 pounds, about $15,000 in her launch. Just from her audience that she had, she didn't use any Facebook ads, no money spent on advertising at all. She launched to her audience and she made about 15,000 pounds in her launch. And it, that was fantastic. And then I remember talking to her about six months later and I said to her, how's your fitness program going? And she said, oh yeah, it sold really well, but like we've hardly sold anything since. She goes, so I'm working on, you know, number two now. I'm working on, it was the same program name title, the um, same title of the, of, of the first one, but it was like number two. And I went, why are you working on creating number two? And she was flat out busy at the time anyway, working a full-time job and doing all different stuff. I said, why are you creating number two? And she said, well, because you know, I've sold number one. And I said, yeah, but you've only sold it to like a tiny amount of people in Northern Ireland. You have the entire world out there could purchase this product if it's a good product. Why are you spending your time, energy and effort in creating another product when you haven't even sold the first product that you've created to as many people as you could possibly sell it to? And she was like, oh, well, I, I never thought of that, but I just, I can't see how I could sell it. I think that if I, if I just create product number two, then, you know, then that's the way to go. And I remember being like, oh my God, I had this epiphany moment. I thought, because I know quite a lot of online entrepreneurs who do this, They're, they live in perpetual product creation mode because for them, creating the product or creating the programs or creating the services is fun. That's the exciting part. That's where you get to plan and you live in your head and you live in this, with this fantasy world of all these people you're gonna connect with and all these people you're gonna help and these lives you're gonna change and it's gonna be so wonderful. And you never actually get around to reaching all these people because once you've had that initial flurry of sales from your clients or your following or your Facebook or your Instagram, those sales peter off and then what most people do is they just create a number two and then they hammer it out to their same little circle of people again until those people are just absolutely sick of hearing from you there's really no organic growth and there really is no viral growth these days a lot of people would love to go viral but let me tell you why going viral is absolutely the worst possible thing that can happen to you okay it seems like it would be a good thing but let me tell you why it's not my sister, I was telling, I've spoken a lot about my sister. We're very close of two sisters, but my middle sister, Carrie, she created a, a product. She, her son was um, completely um, killed with colic and reflux when he was younger, mostly reflux, silent reflux, and he never stopped crying. From the minute he came out of the womb until he was about 
six months old, he literally never stopped crying. The minute she set him down, he cried. The only time he stopped crying was when he was on her shoulder or when he was on her chest. Um, and he had to sleep on her chest in a semi-upright position. And she was exhausted. She And she, this was her second child. So she was trying to look after a toddler and a baby. And she, she honestly, I don't know how she managed, but it was it was one of the most stressful periods of her whole life. And so she, she searched the market for a product where the baby could simulate the mother's shoulder and lie on its tummy um, that would vibrate and have a heartbeat and stuff. And it didn't exist. So she created it. It took 12 years for her to create that product, 12 years. Now, she then, she borrowed money from my mom, from my dad, from my granny, from my mom's partner. She went through Invest NI, which is a government-run, you know, scheme here to get money. And she invested about £150,000, about $200,000 in creating that product in China. She actually now works for me. Um, well, she works as a consultant for me. She's now uh, liaising with China, designing our, our entire apparel range. We're launching a full range of apparel and, and bikinis and fitwear in the Sculpted Vegan because she built up so much experience doing it. So why am I telling you about Carrie? Well, when Carrie launched her product onto the market, she found someone to do her Facebook ads and she was this and whatever. And she had a few sales petering through and petering through. And the company was brand new. This was about uh, three years ago. The company was brand new. And whenever she launched, and so no one had ever heard of Baba Kush. And it was kind of like, you know, she she was specific with her pain points and her selling, but not as specific as she could be now or as I would teach her to do now with all the experience that I have. But what happened was she posted a video online of my cousin's baby, Daniel. So she sent one to my cousin and her little baby, Daniel, was crying one day and, and Laura had posted a video or she'd taken a video of Daniel crying and she set Daniel on the bubble cush and she strapped him in. And Daniel, the minute she set him on with the vibration, he, <laughs> and he stopped crying. And he wasn't even like screaming really badly or anything. He was just crying a little bit. And as soon as he went on the babacus, he stopped crying. Well, that video went viral. That video went viral. It was on Ashton Kutcher's page. It was on Oprah's page. It was on every parenting website, every blog, every, that company went viral. And overnight, her company exploded. But Kerry did not have the staff. She did not have the, the, um, the stock. She did not have the support team. She had nothing. Carrie, it was literally her and a virtual assistant working a couple of hours a day when she launched the company. And so the website crashed. The customers, her, she literally was day and night on customer service. She didn't sleep. She sat at the table in her pajamas, not showering for three days while her husband brought her food. Her company went viral and, and it was fine. And she worked through it. And that wasn't the worst part. She got through it. She made over 3 million pounds in her. She turned over 3 million pounds in her first year. Okay. Because, but she couldn't get stocks sent over from China. She had a load of, a load of issues. But here is where the problem was. Because Carrie did not learn how to sell, because it was not like me where she tried this and tried this and tried this and tried this. And she got loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of data from doing loads, trying lots of different avenues to sell because she didn't create the sales process herself. She didn't know how to recreate it. So as the sales then, as people started to, you know, obviously then Babakush was brand new on the market. So the sales then started to peter off. They didn't start to peter off. She still had sales coming in, but not, she wasn't selling like hundreds and hundreds a day. Like she was whenever she first, you know, whenever it first went viral. Um, and so because the, and her, her Facebook page went up to like 200,000 likes and it was incredible. The whole thing just exploded. Her Instagram to like 40,000, you know, followers literally overnight. And so she, but what happened then was she just, she didn't know how to recreate the sales process because she hadn't learned it herself. And even now today, it's not that she's struggling. She ended up 
taking on a business partner and moving the company to London. And so she doesn't actually run the business anymore. Her business partner's um, company runs the company. It's actually one of the dragons from the Dragon's Den over here. It took her Sullivan. She went into business with him. And that's fine. But the reason why she went into business with him was because she she was stuck she was caught in this land of, yes, I own this company, but I don't know how to take this forward. And it was before my time. It was before I had been successful and I had learned. Now I have an advisor very differently. But I remember at the time being like, um, she said to me, what do you think I should do? She, you know, Tucker Sullivan's approached me about going into business with him. Do you think I should do it? And I was like, I don't know, Gary. I don't know. Like, I don't know what you should do. And in the end, she ended up doing it, which is fine. And it's been successful. But the problem was she didn't know and she still doesn't know today how to recreate her success because she didn't create it because she went viral and she's never it was almost like she peaked early and then she, and then she fell and now she doesn't know how to take it back up here again and they're trying all different things the company's still successful don't get me wrong but it, it isn't like my company that's that's gone year on year on year on year so it hasn't grown and grown and grown and grown and grown and I remember I used to say all the time, God, I'd love if something would just go viral. Wouldn't that be so easy? Like how many people here would love to go viral? How many people here have said to yourself in the past, if only something would go viral, if only my product would go viral or, you know, and you just think wouldn't viral be wonderful because it seems like it's such easy money, doesn't it? Easy money, easy exposure. No, it's not. Carrie, it nearly killed her going viral. And, um, Oh my God. So, and people were so polarized. People were calling her a baby murderer because of SIDS and all this. And the baby's on the tummy and your baby's on. Oh, she literally was. She had the lovers and she had the haters and she wasn't prepared for it because it didn't build up gradually over time like mine did. Boom, it hit her in one big go and she was not prepared for it. So, you don't want to go viral. You want to learn how to sell. You want to start small and try the and, and, you know, sample the water and then a little bit more and see what happens and a little bit more and see what happens. You don't want to have a seven figure launch in your first launch. It took me three years to have a seven figure launch. Three years. And my first year, I was like, I want to have a seven figure launch. No, you don't want to have a seven figure launch in your first year. You want to have a five figure launch or a six figure launch. Or, you know, my first launch, I made $52,000. My second launch, I made um, I made $250,000. My third launch, I think I made $600,000. So, it, you know, it went from 50 to, I think, uh, $260,000, I think it was, to $600,000 to $1.2 million, our last launch was. So, you know, you, you want to scale slowly. You want to start start with something and try it out and start with something else and try it out and start with something else and try it out. You don't want to have these six figure launches, seven figure launches that everybody says they want in the first year. You really don't. Okay. You really, really don't. So you want to decide on a sales mechanism and you want to, um, and I'm going to teach you some sales mechanisms now, but I wanted to give you that. Don't be a perpetual program creator where you just keep creating the programs, but you never actually sell them. You want to decide on how you're going to sell at the same time as you're creating, I'm burping, sorry, your product, because I drink sparkling water, right? I drink sparkling water and I do this all the time in the podcast. I take a really great big drink and then I get really excited, like a little puppy, and I start like talking and then I and then I start burping in the middle of it. I'm like, really sorry, I'm just burping. It wasn't me, it was my food. Just popped up to say hello from the party down below. Um, okay. So, 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 yeah. So figuring out how to sell your product or program is just as important, if not more important than creating it. Part of the creation process is working out how you will sell it. Right. Step number two, look outside the industry for inspiration. So this is a really good, if I can give you 
any advice in these five days, I really want you to take this part on, okay? Because this is a fundamental reason why I have been successful. Because I have never looked at what other people are doing to decide what to do. In fact, I've always looked across industries. I've always looked at what what people are doing outside of the fitness industry and taken inspiration from that and then tried that in my business. So what do I mean by this? Well, whenever I launched The Sculpted Vegan, I realized that the online model that was primarily used for selling business programs that I had been part of, remember I was talking earlier about the webinars that I'd been part of. So I'd been on Pinterest webinars and Facebook webinars and how to do LinkedIn webinars and how to, you know, I can't even remember loads of different webinars, right? And so because I'd been on loads of different webinars and I'd watched them, I knew that this online model worked because I know, do you know how I know it worked? Because I had wanted to purchase every fucking program that was ever sold at the end of a webinar. Okay. And, um, and I read all the emails and I purchased like, you know, a Facebook ads program. And I had, I'd been part of the market. I'd been studying the marketing and studying the emails and trying to figure out how they, how, how they were doing this. But I realized that no one in the fitness industry was using the online model to scale their business. No one. Because how most people get into the, the fitness industry is they, they start off as a personal trainer or they start off as, most of them start off as a personal trainer. They start off in fitness in some way, or they start off as a powerlifter or a, or an athlete or, um, you know, a stage athlete or whatever. Most people who, who compete on stage are also personal trainers. So they get into it because they enjoy training or they enjoy personal training. And so they train other people. And then as, because they're devising programs for their clients, then they think, well, I could maybe create a program and I could sell it online. So they look at what everybody else in the industry is doing. They go, oh, well, they all have four week and eight week and 12 week programs. So I'll just do that. And so they create a four week or an eight week or a 12 week program. And then they make it into a PDF or maybe get, you know, Billy Bob down the road, who's, you know, your dad's mate, your dad's mate's son who, you know, who did, you know, design in school for A-level, you know, or college, and you get him to design the PDF, and then they put it up online, and they maybe, you know, create a website, and that's how they sell their products. And do they do really well? No. No, they don't do really well at all, because they've just done what everybody else is doing, and what everybody else is doing is not working. So what I did was I went, well, hmm, let's think. Because I didn't come into fitness as a PT, I am so fucking glad I did not come into fitness as a PT, because then I would have been pigeonholed into that mindset. So because I came into fitness from the online marketing world, and I'd never had success in the online marketing world, by the way, I, I wasn't some big, massive online entrepreneur, like earning loads of cash, but I'd studied enough of it, trying to be successful, to look at the fitness world and go, hmm, there's nobody that I can find online that is that has a scalable business model. Now, what do I mean by scalable? Scalable meaning that you're not exchanging or trading your time for money. So most PTs are exchanging their time for money. So they work 60 hours a week and they get paid, you know, 1,200 points, $1,500, whatever. Uh, the only way they can earn more money is to work more hours. So they work more hours, they get, work, they get paid more money. The less hours they work, the less money they get paid. That's not scalable. But what is scalable is I create a program once, the eight-week bootcamp, okay? So I write that program, I design it, and I launch it. 
and in, and I only do the work once, okay? All I had to do for the eight-week butt camp was do the work once, create the program once. I did some lives in the group, now the coaches do them, and that program has made me $1.8 million in, on, no, it, we launched it last June, and this is now June, in a year. $1.8 million. I worked once. That's what. That's why when people say to me, oh, Kim, you know, do you ever do any private business coaching? I'm like, no, and they're like, well, you know, why not? I'll pay you loads of money. And I go, there is really no amount of money that you could pay me to coach you. And I'll tell you why. Because I can spend six hours, 12 hours max, maybe 12 hours. I can create, I can, I can spend 12 hours creating a program like the eight-week butt camp. And I can make in a year $1.8 million. I'm just gonna do the math. $1.8 million divided by, let's say I spent 18 hours on it, just to make it a nice number. That means my time is worth $100,000 per hour. Because if I spend 18 hours of my time creating a program like the Eight Week Back Camp, I can make $1.8 million. So that's how you work out how much your time is worth. So I'm like, if you wanna pay me $100,000 an hour, no problem, I'll coach you. But if people want coached by me, they're probably not making $100,000 an hour. Do you see what I'm getting at? So that's why I don't do any private coaching because it's not worth my time putting my money into private coaching. People said to me, somebody said to me the other day, this is hilarious, I just built a home gym. And somebody said to Ryan, one of, Ryan represents rugby players, Ryan's my husband. And some one of the guys said to him, oh, is Kim gonna, she gonna do, you know, she gonna personal train in here? She gonna train her clients? And Ryan's like, no. Kim does not train people in person. And he was like, oh really, no? Ryan was like, Kim, it's unbelievable. People just really don't know how much money you make, you know? Like this guy thought I was gonna be personal training people in the gym. And, but no, like you couldn't, and, and I, I'm not saying that to be big headed. You're like, fuck, well, fuck you. Fancy pants constable over there making all these fucking millions, right? No, I'm not saying it to be big headed. I'm saying it to try and teach you what about what leverage is. So leverage is, you, you know, nobody online that I could see in the fitness industry was using a scalable business model, a scalable business model where they do the work once and then they sell it over and over and over and over again. And that is the power of finding a really good way to sell your product. That's why discovering how or, or working out how you're going to sell your product is where you should be putting most of your time. Just create the damn thing. Just figure out what the problem is you're solving, who you're going to fucking so solve it for, how long it's going to take to solve it, what result they're going to get at the end, package it into something, and then, then spend the rest of your time figuring out how to get eyeballs on your thing that you created. That's where you should be spending 95% of your time. 95% of your time. But most people don't. Most people hardly spend any time over there. They spend 95% of their time creating and writing their sales pages and their emails and creating the product and doing all the lovely work because that's just too hard and I don't imagine I don't even know what to do over there. So I'm going to ignore it and pretend that it doesn't exist and just spend all my time here because this feels so comfortable and nice and this is what I know and love. No, no, stop doing that. You need to spend the minimal amount of time on creating that product and just making it good enough and then spend the rest of your time figuring out how to sell that bitch, right? Because that is what is going to make you a million dollars. So that is what I did. So I looked outside the industry. I looked at the online marketing industry and I applied all the things I had learned in the online marketing industry to the fitness industry in a way that no one else had. No one else had. 
So the problem I see that most people make is they look at traditional industries like the fitness industry and they go like even my sister with Babo Kush, like I want to fucking shake her sometimes. I've given her so many ideas. I'm like, create this freebie and do this and then have this on the sales page and create this funnel and do this marketing. And she's like, well, no, no, because we're running Google ads and we're placing the product in you know, in, in stores and, you know, the, the guy she went into business with is very successful, but he's very traditional in how he markets a product. You get good placement in a big baby store and you use Google ads and Facebook ads direct to sale. And I'm like, there's so many things that you're missing. Borrow across industries. Look at an industry that is not traditionally associated with your industry and, and study it. How can you borrow across industries? And by doing that, you create something completely unique. If you're in fitness, right? If you're following me, and many people do, they follow me for fitness because I've been successful in the fitness industry. There are still a tiny percentage of people in the fitness industry using online fitness models, right? And, and the ones who are usually have either followed me, taken my paid business programs, or they're friends of mine that I have coached in how to do it. Because still no one has caught on that there's very few people doing this and this is how to do it. This is how to do it. And so I encourage you to look across industries and look at non-traditional ways of doing things, non-traditional ways of selling, and just try loads of shit and see what happens. That's the only way you figure out what works and what doesn't. Try loads of shit and see what happens. We just tried Facebook ads recently. Not Facebook ads, Google ads. And... We ran loads of Google ads. We set up a Google ads account. It was, we were paying, I can't remember, like thousands per month to the company that was doing it for us. We were spending between 300 pounds a day and 2000 pounds a day. And they were, it wasn't a success at all. Like we, we lost so much money, but I can afford to lose money now because the company's big enough and that we just shut all the ads off. We said, okay, we need to overhaul this and find a different company because this one really doesn't know what they're doing. And, and, you know, but we tried it and it didn't work, which was fine but we will make it work at some point in the future, but we realized Google ads don't really work well for lead magnets, for freebies, which I'm gonna teach you about now. So um, don't be afraid to try stuff, okay? Don't be afraid to look across industries. Here's, the here's another point I wanna make on this before we move on to very specific strategies, okay? If you wanna run a business, if you wanna grow a business, you're going to have to invest. You cannot start or run a business if you don't invest money. You can't. Yes, it's the barriers to entry are very low to get into the online marketing world, if that's what you want to get into. It's very inexpensive to create a product, to create graphics, to create PDFs and all that kind of stuff. But you see, there's two ways of doing it. I want to say that in the beginning, you can do it all yourself. And, and I did that for Diogo Talks and I did that for the Working on Moms Network. I did it all myself except I did hire someone to do a website and stuff for me, but I, I did it all myself. And you know what it looked like? It looked like I'd done it myself. It really did. But whenever I launched, and because I made all those mistakes, whenever I launched the Million Dollar Mentor, when, Million Dollar Mentor whenever I launched the Sculpted Vegan, I said, I want this to be a professional looking company. I want people to land on my website or on my sales page or on my opt-in page. And I want them to go, oh yeah, this is, a, this is a professionally done company. This company knows what they're at. 
this company has invested because whenever people see your stuff, they know that either that you've just designed it yourself or that you've really not invested very much in the design versus someone who has spent money on their marketing and brand perception is everything. And so I wanted the perception of my brand to be professional. And so because I was so committed to making this work, I was so committed to making this work. I did not give myself any way out. And, and it, a lot of it really comes down to how committed are you to making it happen? I take massive risks in my business all the time. Massive risks. When I say massive risks, I mean massive investment risks. I have invested in people, hiring people way before I could afford them. I have invested hundreds of thousands in Facebook ads without even knowing if a product is going to sell. I have taken so many risks. But you know why I take risks? I take risks because I know that I will do whatever the fuck it takes to make it work. I will do whatever it takes. I nearly lost my business whenever the pandemic hit. I had a hundred thousand pounds on an Amex charge card that was paying, that were paying for Facebook ads for the launch of the Sculpt and Shred program that we were launching that was going to set up our cash flow for the whole year. And the global pandemic hit in the middle of my first webinar. And I thought I was going to lose my business until I sat up at two o'clock in the morning once and I made the decision that I was not going to go under. Not. And I pivoted really quickly in the business. I, I made changes to the program. We put in a home program. We did all these things. I responded to what people needed and how they were feeling right now. We ended up making a quarter of a million in that launch. Now, we're supposed to make over a million. That's what we were projected. We made a quarter of a million. I cleared my Facebook ads program, uh, my Facebook ad, my Amex card. And then I went on to have the best financial year the business has ever had in the middle of a global pandemic. We did 10 program launches last year. 10. I wouldn't recommend it. We all were absolutely exhausted, completely burnt out. But you know what? We worked our fucking asses off last year because I refused to go under. Because you know what I told myself? I am Kim fucking Constable. Fuck this shit. I'm definitely going to get that on t-shirt. I really was. I was like, no, I refuse to go under. I am not going to, I have not come this far to only come this far. And I have always had that attitude. I'll do whatever it takes. So I will take risks. And so whenever I launched the Sculpt and Shred, the first ever time in my first ever webinar, I invested 10,000 pounds on a credit card to pay for Facebook ads. And I invested, I said to myself, how much can I afford to lose? Did I have 10 grand? No, we didn't have 10 grand sitting anywhere. And my husband didn't, I didn't. And I didn't even tell him I was spending 10 grand. He had no clue. But I said to myself, how much can I afford to lose? If this goes tits up and I don't sell one fucking program, how much can I afford to lose? I knew it would take me a while to pay off that 10 grand, probably several years. But I asked myself, how much can I afford to lose? But you know what I said to myself? I will not fail. I will not fail. Now, I kept monitoring the numbers. And because I knew the numbers were coming in, I'm going to teach you the math of selling tomorrow. You don't want to miss tomorrow, by the way. You don't want to miss it. Tomorrow is the cornerstone of everything you need to know to be successful in any business, online or offline. So I, I knew the math of selling. And on a wing and a prayer, I went in with 10000 and I made $52,000. £10,000, which was about $13,000. I made $52,000 in my first launch. So 
you need to invest to make money. You need to. And then what I did was I hired a Facebook ads company to, because I knew, I, I knew Facebook ads was like the holy grail of, of what I needed to do. And I, so I hired a Facebook ads company and I put the master, the, the live webinar that I'd run, I put it on what's called Evergreen. And I'm going to tell you about that in a second. Um, and I put it on Evergreen and I ran Facebook ads traffic to the masterclass and then sold the program at the end of it. It was the recording of the masterclass. And I invested, because they could pay upfront or over 12 months, I invested uh, £75,000, $100,000 on credit cards, on credit cards in the first six months to pay for the, um, to pay for the $8,000 a month fee to the Facebook ads company. Plus they had a minimum of $50,000 a month ad spend. So I, I, I worked out how much I, how much I needed to get me going for the first two to three months and I invested it. So I took calculated risks. But what I'm trying to say to you is people say to me, God, Kim, how were you successful so quickly? It wasn't because of a viral product. It wasn't on a wing and a prayer. It wasn't through social sharing and posting on Instagram and writing blog articles that were linking back to my program. I fucking paid for it. I paid for the ads, but I took calculated risks because I knew the math of selling. I knew the numbers. I'd learned it from a billionaire, a, a multi-billionaire, a guy who'd made $2 billion in his second year of business. And he told me the math of selling years ago. He didn't tell it to me. Well, he did tell it directly to me. I'd asked a question in a forum and he had told me the math of selling and I never forgot it. And because he'd made $2 billion and he was a billionaire several times over, I thought, well, this guy knows what he's talking about. So I never forgot it. I applied it to, I trusted him. I applied it to the sales process. And that's what gave me the courage to be able to invest what I invested because I knew the program worked. I knew that it sold because we'd made $52,000 in the launch. So I knew that it was a product that people wanted. So what am I trying to say to you? I'm trying to say that you have to be prepared to invest some money at somewhere. And if you're like, well, I don't have any money. I didn't have any money either. But you know what? I was highly committed to making it happen. I, it, you have to invest something. I didn't have a thousand dollars to invest in Amy Porterfield's course, but I put it on a credit card and I figured out a way to pay it. And I paid it off over 12 months. And I didn't have 10,000 pounds to invest in Facebook ads, but I put it on a credit card and I, and I'm not saying you should max out your credit cards. Absolutely, I'm not saying that, by the way. I'm not saying you should go into debt blindly. But if you follow the steps that I'm teaching in these five days, or if you join one of the programs I'm gonna offer you on Friday, and you do what I teach you, which is finding out what, what the problem is you're solving, who your customer is, and creating a really fucking good product, then you can sell it. That is the first step. You have to create a really good product that people want first. And once you've done that and you know that it's marketable, then you can apply the math of selling to selling it. But it's a, it's a systematic process that you have to go through. But you have to be willing to invest at some point. But you have to create the product first. But once you have it and once you realize that it is or once you know that it's something that people want, once you've pinned down the exact problem that you're solving, which I'm going to give you more help to do, then you can apply the math of selling and you can take risks. But you are going to have to take risks financially not massive risks, but some risks in order to grow. And then once you get more data, more confidence, then you'll be able to scale. Okay, so let's move on. Um, da, da, da. Okay, someone's saying here, some people don't have credit cards. I just noticed that. Um, Lee, Catherine, Elsie, that is true. Some people don't have credit cards. So you'll have to find another way. 
I don't want to hear excuses. I'm really sorry. I don't fucking accept excuses. I truly don't. Some people don't have credit cards. We'll find another way. Seriously. And I don't mean to be mean. And I, I say it with love. Okay. Sometimes that can be a real, right? That's always with love. But seriously, there's no room for excuses. You have to know when you're buying into your own bullshit. Because really, a lot, what a lot of people say to me is, but I can't get that, I can't get that. And what they're really saying is, I'm fucking terrified. I was terrified too. I was terrified. In fact, I'm still fucking terrified. Every day of my life, I'm scared. Every day of my life, I'm under pressure. People go, oh, give God some She was working on holiday and buying Hermes and Louis Vuitton. And she's just having so much fun. And she sits in this beautiful office with her two laptops. She just must be made and she just must live a life of such joy and happiness. And she must just not have to worry. She must wake up every morning and just feel so joyful. No, doesn't fucking happen that way at all. I am probably more terrified than anyone here that because I don't have it. I don't have a boss paying me an income. I don't have a guaranteed income every month. I don't have, I don't have any, I have 30 people depending on me to feed their families every month. But you know what happens? You learn to live with it. It learn, it becomes normal. The pressure and the fear that you feel becomes normal after a while. It just becomes normal. And then when it becomes normal, then it's time to level up again. And then I've just leveled up this year. I've leveled up again. I've literally spent the last, I, I think, I, honestly, I'm not even joking, guys. I Until a couple of weeks ago when something flipped in me and I reminded myself that I am Kim fucking Constable, I think I cried every day for two weeks. I would go home to my husband and I would be like, I just feel depressed. And he's like, what do you feel depressed about? I'm like, I don't know, but I think I'm going to cry. And I would sit on the sofa and just be like, this is so ridiculous. I don't know what I'm crying about. And he'd be like, is everything okay? Like you, is everything worrying? Is anything worrying you? I'm like, everything's worrying me. I just, you know, I just, I'm not sure of the future. And I was all like, so I just cried. And I just, but I, I just accepted that this is what happens when you grow. Growing is painful. Growing is leveling up is hard. Increasing your complexity is hard. It's never easy. And if you expect it to be easy, don't, don't do it. Stick with your job. Go and get a, go and work for the government to get a guaranteed wage every month. If you are looking for an easy life, if you think that making money and, and being wealthy and running a multi-million dollar business is going to solve all your problems and give you some kind of emotional freedom where you're not going to have to worry about paying the bills every month, it ain't going to happen. It does not happen. I'm standing up here at the top of the mountain waving the white flag saying it not, it, happiness is not up here. Go back. If you're looking for happiness, go back. If you want hard work and fulfillment and, and, and I don't know, like I'm not really selling it to you very well, but you're all like, okay, Kim, uh, I'm out of here. Bye. You're not selling it to decide. Do you want to be an entrepreneur? Do you want to be a millionaire? And uh, I know if someone had said this to me in the beginning, I probably would have been like, yeah, I don't know. I want it anyway. I still want it. still want it anyway. You know, just sort of try it. See what happens. Just, just see what happens. Just what it feels like to be a billionaire. Tell you what, still fucking scary, right? It's in fact, it's probably scarier. I'm probably more terrified now than I was whenever I was a stay-at-home mom, except that do I feel happier and better now? Yes, because I feel much more in control of my life. Is it easier, happier, more joyful? Joyful, yes. I don't know. I'm not selling it to you very well, but I'm going to move on. <laughs> right. I have all these written down, by the way. I'm just going to skim through these, but I have given you specific examples, exactly how to do this. It's all in the PDF download that I have for you today. So I, I, I you're going to have to go through it, read all the documents, 
do the work. Don't fuck about because then I'll get pissed off at you. You're here to work. Okay. Time to work. That's what my Mark, my shit always says. Time to work. Time to work. This is light for you. Light. Light weights. And I always go, Mark, it's not light for me. And he goes, this light for you. It's easy for you. Come on. I, Mark. Mark, it's not fucking easy. It's not. It's not easy for me. <laughs> he goes, it is. Come on. They're lifting more than this in the leisure center. Okay. Number one, Facebook ads direct to sale. I'm going to give you four, four, four. Yeah. Going to give you four, four different main sales mechanisms. And then you're going to choose one for yourself in the homework. Okay. Facebook ads direct to sale. This only works if your products are $97 or under. Of course, there are instances where it will work. I once bought the Chili Sleep system because I was, I'm always too hot at night and it was a thousand pounds and I bought it directly from a Facebook ad. So it does work, but it doesn't work as well for products that are over $97. Products that are sold direct, which means here's the product. Do you want to buy it? Okay. That's Facebook ad direct to sale. Here's the product. Click on it. Go to the sales page, purchase. They need to speak to a very specific pain point or have a point of difference. An example would be our shred programs. They're always $97 and they come with a cash price. They have a very specific promise or outcome with a very specific time frame. Another example would be my sister's company, Bubba Kush, um, which, you know, relief from colic or reflux in a Facebook ad. Relief from colic or reflux. Does your baby suffer from colic or reflux? Click here to see this revolutionary product. It's about, I think it's a hundred pounds or 99 pounds. Click to purchase. That works well from a Facebook ad. Anything more than that does not work well in a Facebook ad. Okay, number two, Facebook ads indirect to sale. We create freebies, which are also known as lead magnets, which are related to the product that we are selling. Then on the thank you download page, so you'll see, you know, uh, how to get rid of cellulite or how to smooth your thighs. And you'll go, oh, I want to know how to get rid of cellulite. And so you'll click on it. Or it'll say, download this ebook, how to lose the last 10 pounds. Oh, I want to know, I want to know how to lose the last 10 pounds. Click on it. Click here to download this free ebook where I will teach you how to lose the last 10 pounds. Great. Email, name, boom. Thank you, page. Wait, before you go, here's your PDF download, but do you want to know about this really special offer? That's an indirect to sale. So on the thank you page, we will offer you a product, which is called, um, it's called, it's called an upsell. It's also called a slow, a self-liquidating offer. Um, a self-liquidating offer is something where you run Facebook ad traffic to a freebie. Then on the thank you page, you sell them something which is between $7 and $47. Any more than $47 doesn't really work, right? So you can take one of your programs, which is $97, and you can say, one-time only offer. Today, get 50% off. One-time only offer. And so they will either purchase it or not, and then you can follow it up with an email. That is Facebook ads indirect to sale. I've given you an example of how it works in the PDF. You click it, you'll go through to one of our uh, freebies. And in fact, if you want to see how this works, we have this set up with every single free offer on our website. So if you go to thesculptedvegan.com, click on any of the free programs, put in your email address and download it, you will see this in action. So if you want to see how this works, go to the Sculpted Vegan and click on any of the free products or all of the free products and see all of the different things that we have on offer. Um, I also think this product could work really well for a product-based business. I've been trying to get my sister to do it for her product, the Babel Kush, for many, many years because people are often, parents are often searching for things like how to stop my baby crying or how to stop reflux or colic 
or how to stop a baby from crying from reflux or how to cure reflux. So these are, remember I, I got you on day one to write down what is the problem that your people are suffering from? And you were like, you know, my baby has, you know, um, my baby's esophagus is slightly softened. And so therefore his little tummy is too small. And no, that's not a problem. The problem is how to stop a baby from crying right? That's the problem. So you have to be more specific with your problems. So I've said to Carrie for years that she created freebies, free video trainings, preferably of her talking about her experiences and how to, and how she had to, you know, how Harry cried all the time and how, and here's, here's three different ways that you can comfort your baby or that you can just feel better about the fact that your baby cries all the time and not make it mean anything about you. If she created PDFs, videos, video trainings, all these different things, and then sold the Babel Kush on the back of those, she would make a fucking killing. So this is this is a way that I was talking, like I was talking earlier about borrowing across industries. She, no one that I know of in the product-based industry is doing this kind of marketing, lead magnet to self-liquidating offer or to product. No one's using funnels in that way. And I think it could be a real opportunity for a product-based business, even if you had a candle business or an essential oils business. So. I gave this on a webinar that I launched last year. This, you know, lo loads of people here do, you know, um, essential oils, uh, doTERRA or Young Living or those kinds of things, right? They're in the MLM business. And they're all like, how do I sell my essential oils? And my friend actually asked me this just yesterday. So Pam, this is for you because she's in this training. She was like, okay, she was texting me. This is the benefit when you have my number, right? You can text me and say, Kim, I'm having a problem. How do I sort this out? So I didn't have time to give her the answers. I'm going to give her the answer now. So you need to take an essential oil that solves a specific problem, okay? And she gave me the example of, well, this one solves hiccups. If you do this and rub on your chest, your hiccups go up. People will not pay for a solution for hiccups because it's a pretty easy problem to solve yourself. You just hold your breath for 20 seconds, drink a glass of water upside down your head, hiccups are gone. But a lot of people suffer from insomnia or a lot of people suffer from an, an inability to fall asleep quickly. So if you blend it, if you created the three-step sleep system, right? The three-step sleep system. This is just something I came up with off the top of my head last year. The three-step sleep system. How to fall asleep in under six minutes. Boom. Like, be really specific. And you give them a system. Step number one. You know, for 30 minutes before you, you know, two hours before you go to bed, switch off all electrical, blah, 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 whatever. You give them this thing, okay? Step number two. 60 minutes before bed. Run a bath at exactly 42 degrees, right? Get them to buy a thermometer and put it in their bath. Like be really specific about the steps, 42 degrees. Soak in a warm bath with a few drops of, of, of uh, Young Living, my special Young Living blend of lavender, geranium, and ylang ylang, okay? Soak in your bath for 16 minutes and 42 seconds. Okay, like you want to make it seem like it's really scientific. 16 minutes and 42 seconds in the bath. Then after your bath, pat yourself dry with a fluffy towel and put three drops of this in a mister. So you get drip, whatever, fill it with water, mist your pillow, and then get teach them how to get into bed. It's the three-step system. And then you sell them the, and you can have a little add-on by, you know, at checkout, you know, Click here to add this lavender pillow to your purchase for, you know, whatever. So, or add on this oil or add on this oil and you sell them a specific sleep system. You focus on one problem. Problem, I can't get to sleep. 
Solution, the three-step sleep system. Fall asleep in under six minutes using this very specific system. How much does this system cost? $47. I would pay $47 to fall asleep in under six minutes. And let me tell you, if two hours before you turned off all of your white and blue light and you had a, a bath at 42.5 degrees for 16 minutes and 36 seconds or 42 seconds or whatever it was I said, and then you did all this, you can fucking well guarantee you're going to fall asleep within six minutes, right? Because you're doing everything right. But you package it as the three-step sleep system. Specific problem, specific solution using essential oils. Ta-da! You are welcome, okay? So that's how fast I can do this because I've had years of practice and that's how easy it is. But people overcomplicate it. Oh, but essential oils, they, they're for everything. You can literally use them for everything. You can create hand sanitizers and Pam's now watching me going, you're a bitch, you're fucking talking about all my shit. And I know, like, so you can use them to clean your house and hand sanitizers. People don't buy the system. People have a problem that they want a solution to. My son has acne. My son has acne and it pains me. This is not me, by the way, I'm just making this up. It pains me because every day he goes into school and he has acne and he gets teased by friends and he doesn't have a girlfriend and he's always scrubbing his face and his whatever. And, you know, I'm upset because my son has acne and I'm trying to find all of these products that, that, you know, that to solve his acne, to cure his acne. And then one day I'm on Instagram because I've looked for things to do with acne. I'm on Instagram or I'm on whatever. And I see an ad for the, the, the four minute teen the teenage acne ritual and I go hmm the four minute teenage acne ritual four minutes because teenagers have the attention span of a gnat so four minutes has to be done in under four minutes so I click on it this is really interesting what's this and, and what I see is it's some kind of scrubbing mitt or a plus uh, an essential oil blend that you add to a moisturizer or an oil or, or something I don't know or it could be a tea tree it's, and it's this is so simple you simply put tea tree on a warm flannel and you put it on your face for four minutes and you set a timer up whatever it is so you but the problem is my child has acne and it pains me that my child has acne because I want my child to be beautiful and have a girlfriend and not be teased because you know I want to protect them and here's this really really amazing system using essential oils that is very inexpensive seems to be very easy to use requires very little things and boom i buy it because i'm willing to try anything to make my child happy specific problem specific solution that's how you sell shit okay that's how you sell shit okay number three webinars and master classes okay i'm totally going over on time again today <laughs> but i get so carried away with teaching i just love teaching so much this is like my favorite thing to do and i love selling right love selling Webinars and masterclasses. Okay, so this is my favorite way. This was my favorite way to sell high ticket items in the past. It only works with products that are over 497, but preferably over 997. The reason is because of the math of selling, which I'm gonna teach tomorrow, but I'll tell you very, very quickly why this is, why this is so. You will only sell 2% of registrations to a webinar. Doesn't matter if it's a $97 product or a $997 product. 2% is the average. Sometimes it'll be one, sometimes it'll be three, sometimes it could be as high as five, but the average is two. So if you are selling a $97 product on a webinar, it usually will cost you quite, it'll cost you the same amount to get the people into the webinar, regardless of what the what you're selling at the end. The cost of registration will be the same. So the thing that you're selling at the end has to be high enough in price that you make a profit. Otherwise, it'll cost you more to get people into the webinar than you will sell at the end. But we'll talk more about that tomorrow. 
I'm going to be very specific with numbers. To use this, you run Facebook ads to a video of you talking about the free masterclass or just to a graphic. People sign up for the masterclass. You teach a very, you sell a very specific pain point. I've given you very specific examples in here of ones we've done in the past and what the pain points were, because I really want you to get used to really honing in on these pain points. And then you follow up with an email series of about 10 emails over seven days. Yes, 10. Um, and which you offer bonuses on different days to entice people out of procrastination. And um, the great thing about running a webinar is you can record it and then you can put it on evergreen, which means you run Facebook ad traffic to the recording. People purchase the product at the end. And it's a great way to create a recurring revenue model without you actually having to put in any more time. Remember leverage that we talked about in the past? You put in the effort once or four times. I recommend you do four webinars. You choose the best one and you put it on autopilot and you continue to sell. This is how I made a million dollars in my first year of business. I took my first masterclass that I made $52,000 with and I put it on evergreen and uh, it cost me about 200 pounds to make a sale and the, the product was, uh, the pro we made about, uh, the product was uh, 700 pounds, roughly. It was $997, which worked out about 700 pounds. It cost us 200 pounds to make a sale, so we made a 500 pound profit. So I made a million, just over a million dollars in my first year with one product, and I spent about 750,000 on ads. So I made a 250,000 pound profit my first year. Um, and so that's the beauty about, about webinars. And I've given you some very specific examples here. And then the last one, now this is the beauty, okay? This is the beauty of what I'm teaching here today. Because the last one is, and we've just started experimenting with these recently, which is five-day challenges. Now, I've never run a five-day challenge. And I think there's, there's people out there teaching about five-day challenges. And I can't even think who they are, but they actually teach you how to do this, right? But I never really, after that first program that I bought of Amy Porterfields, I never bought another program. I just tried and tested things myself. So we decided to run, instead of doing a webinar for the relaunch of the Sculpt and Shred, we decided to do a five-day challenge. Why? Because I am the kind of person who I love teaching live. And I'm actually, I think, quite good at it, right? Love teaching live. And I, and I thought, I really want to get people involved with me because I am such a figurehead of my company. And whenever you purchase a program from me, I'm in the Facebook group every day. And I hope you've seen how active I've been in the Facebook group this week. Like I'm in there, I'm responding to questions, I'm answering questions, I'm helping everyone, I'm giving advice, I'm, I'm liking things, I'm doing as much as I can to encourage and help everybody and give advice. And so I thought, well, I want people to be, I want people to get experience with me over five days. Because then they're going to go, you know what? I really know, like, and trust this girl. And she actually got me to take massive action. And fuck me, she knows what she's talking about. Because I do know what I'm talking about. And so I wanted to get them um, over five days to know, like, and trust me. And then at the end of the five days, we offered, we just did this with the Sculpt and Shred. And we did it in March. First ever time we ran a five-day challenge, we did it exactly the same way as we do webinars with the emails, with the ads, except we brought them into this Facebook group. We made $1.2 million dollars. It was our best, it was our best um, sales strategy yet. And we made most of those sales on the first day. The first day cart opened, we made most of those sales. And so we made, ended up with $1.2 million in overall revenue. And we sold a shitload of other programs as well for people who couldn't afford to purchase the Sculpt and Shred. So, but here's the beauty. Here's the, here's the clinker, are you ready? Here's the spoiler alert. You guys are in the fucking funnel of a five-day challenge. Because I was very transparent with you at the start. I was like, I'm going to try and sell you something at the end. And the reason why I told you that, well, 
actually there's no downside to tell you that because I knew I wasn't going to hold back. I'm not going to like hold back and go, oh, well, if you want the really good stuff, you have to pay for it. No, I'm giving you all the good stuff now. So there's there's just more good stuff if you buy, if you buy something at the end, right? But the reason why I was very clear about what's going to happen at the end is because I want, now we're on day three, you're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm actually in a sales funnel. So you saw one of our ads, you signed up, you went through the opt-in page, you got the reminder emails, they're all part of the process. And they're called onboarding emails. Then you came here. I've taught you over five days. I've given you homework to do every day to move you forward to take action. We've given replays. We put replays on the website. We're making these into podcasts. This is a whole organic thing that's happening here. And then on Friday, I'm going to sell you something. In fact, I have three different options for you, okay? Three different options that I'm going to sell you on Friday. And so you may, uh, the majority will not choose any of the options, and some of you will choose the lower option. Some of you will choose the middle option. And a very small number of you will choose the top option, which is coaching with me. And so in a small group. And you, but the beauty of it is you'll be able to study the funnel and use it in your own business. So now that I've told you, you can be like, oh, and I've put all the links in here. I've just given you all the links to what we've done. So you can go back and go, oh, I'm going to go back and, and, and look at all those emails that she sent, those onboarding emails. And I'm going to like keep a swipe file and, and use those as inspiration for my five-day challenge in the future. And then once the five-day challenge finishes, you can see you can see how I do the whole sales presentation on Friday because after I teach, Friday is going to be about two hours long. I'm going to teach and then I'm going to do the sales presentation. So you can watch that and see how I do it and get inspiration. And then you can see the emails that we send afterwards and you can you can see those as well. And so you're, you're actually gonna be able to be involved in the entire process, which is actually the beauty of what I'm doing here. You're in it and learning about it all at the same time. So you're actually experiencing it, which means whenever you do this in your business, and I would do this for a product. I'd be like, I would love to have a product and run a five-day challenge for it. Love to. Why not? Like, it's fantastic. Do something that no one else has done. And so you, you run a five-day challenge and or five-day training and you sell something at the end of it. And, and that's the beauty of, of what we're doing here. You're actually going to be able to see how this works, even if you never purchase anything from me again. And I don't mind if you do or you don't. It doesn't matter to me. But you'll be able to have, I wanted to give you an experience of what this is like so that you can then understand how your customer feels when your customer goes through this as well. Because having experienced it yourself, you'll know how they feel and you'll be able to tailor things to how they feel. Isn't that fucking genius? I get so excited, love it. Okay, final point. Uh, you don't need more products. You need more eyeballs on your product. Sales is not about how many products you sell, but about how many people see your offer because a tiny percentage of people will purchase, only a very tiny percentage, okay? From registrations to this kind of masterclass, we, we had about 3% of registrations purchased from the Sculpt and Shred. 3%, 3%, right? We've had 11,000, how many people have we had signing up here? 11,144 registrants for this um, for this five-day challenge, okay? We will sell about two to 3%. So we will sell about 335 programs out of 11,144 registrations. The number of registrations, I'm gonna teach this tomorrow, you better show up, okay? The number of registrations is so important. The number of registrations has to be big enough that that number matters. And that is the math of selling. Most people 
don't have enough eyeballs on their products because they don't realize that a very small percentage of people are actually going to purchase what you offer. And, to, and if they're warm audience and they already know you, they'll purchase more. Um, a hot audience will be like, purchase everything. A warm audience will be like more likely to purchase and a cold audience will never have heard of you before. You have to really get to know, like, and trust them first. Okay, so here is your homework for tomorrow. You have three, que three questions, three questions. Uh, number one, I've actually written, don't overthink this, okay? Just give it your best and most imperfect shot. You don't get any gold stars. There's no gold stars awarded in this training. I'm really sorry. There's no one going to be patting your back or blowing a raspberry on your belly or giving you the gold star. This is just for you. Be imperfect. Give yourself permission to be imperfect. What one sales mechanism? Start again. What one sales mechanism will you choose to launch your product or program? Or what sales mechanism will you try next that you haven't already tried? If you already have a business. Write it below, choose only one. So out of the four options I've given you, Facebook ads, Facebook ads, indirect to sale, webinars, or five-day challenges, which one are you gonna choose? Write it below. And then I wrote, okay, well, if you're gonna choose a webinar, and I, I encourage you to do this, even if you, you think a webinar wouldn't be suitable for your business, I think you might be wrong. If choosing a webinar, what will the title be? Write it below, okay? And I've given you examples of webinars that we have run in the past. Three examples with the titles. So you can get inspiration and you can see how specific they were to a pain point. And I've given you how many registrations we had, how many programs we sold, what our gross revenue was and what our net profit was. Number three, if choosing a five day challenge as your sales mechanism, what will you teach? Write it below. Here are examples of challenges that we have run. And I've given you the name of the challenge. I've given you a link to view the, op the copy for the opt-in page on both of them. I've given you the out registrations, the money that we made, the Facebook ad spend, and the net profit. It's all there for you. I didn't hold back today. And number four, if running Facebook ads direct to sale, write some Facebook ad copy below. And I wrote, see this file for inspiration. And I've given you, I've created a copy of one of our internal documents, which is a, um, a folder that we create in every single launch. We have a folder or a file inside Google Drive. Google Docs is what we use. And it's all the Facebook ad copy. So it's the copy for the images and the copy, the short and the long text that goes under the ads. And I've given you the one here for buns and guns. Sometimes there's more, sometimes there's less. This one was short to the point and concise. So you can see how we do it so you can recreate this for your business as well. So when you start to run Facebook ads, you're gonna have all the copy sitting there. And you know, and I, and I would love to really help you, to, I would love to show you inside all our internal documents and help you to dive deep inside them, but we have a very systematic process for everything that we do. For every single launch, we have a, we have a launch summary document which has all of the different rules, all of the different dates and things that are gonna happen and price points. And, and then we'll have links to, here's the ad copy, here's the sales page copy, here's the this copy, here's the this copy. So everything links to other documents, but everything is centralized in one place. Uh, and this is the kind of stuff that, you know, I share in my paid programs. <laughs> you see what I did there? It's, it's kind of stuff I say I, in my paid programs, you have to pay for it if you wanna see it. No, I'm joking. But last year I ran a six month mentor group um, which uh, 537 people purchased. It was $1,000. And I taught two weekly masterclasses, one masterclass, one Q&A, every week for six months. So there were 24, 
for 48 of them in there, 48 live masterclasses with loads of bonus teachings as well. So there's about 55 hours of live trainings. And that's actually going to be one of the things that I'm going to offer on Friday that you can purchase is access to that group where my team and I hang out um, with all the members who are hanging out and learning and 55 hours of training, 55 hours of training from me like this that I've been doing with you here this week, 55 hours to go through at your leisure um, to grow and scale your businesses. And some of the people in there did phenomenal things last year. I'm talking like quarter of a million dollar launches, not even joking. So, and I basically laid out my entire business. I shared all my folders, all my files, my entire process for creating programs, for creating um, everything, for everything to do with creating your customer, ideal customer avatar, for creating your product, for creating your pain points, for figuring out the problems, everything. What I've taught in this five days, but over six months. So, and that's going to be one of the options that I'm going to offer you on Friday at a much discounted price, at half price, actually, not 997, at 497. I'm giving away all the goodies. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. Did you guys enjoy this today? I'm really sorry. It's like, but I can't teach it any faster. If I could teach it faster, I would. I'm really sorry that we went on, but there still seems to be a shitload of people on. So, um, hopefully you guys, oh, someone is saying weird. Why is it weird, Facebook user? Hmm, why, why is it weird? I want to know why it's weird. Let me know. Tell me why I'm weird, unless you were responding to someone else and saying it's weird. But um, you guys enjoying this? You enjoying the training so far? Let me know. I'm going to hang around for another minute or two in the comments. And my team are probably like, oh, God, I wish you just shut up and get off here because <laughs> we want to go home. Um, are you guys? Uh, tell me if you're enjoying it. Tell me if. Uh, oh, Stace is saying it's Stace. Was that you, Stace, saying weird? All oh, right. OK, I thought you were like somebody calling me weird. I was a bit offended there for a minute. I was like weird I think this is really good shut up teaching here today um you guys enjoying it yes can you have a generous heart oh Stace is saying she can no longer see my comments here yes I know Stace you're not showing up Stace is my community manager by the way guys um she manages all my community groups all my Facebook groups all 21 of them and she is fucking awesome so if you see a post by Stace Green pay attention because she is fucking awesome so you guys are enjoying it, loving this. I'm learning a lot, creating products while I watch. Brilliant, beyond expectations, super engaging. Oh my God, I love this. Thank you so much. Uh, lots of great nuggets for sure. Carrie Ann is saying, um, you rock, Kim. I love lifting, listening to you. Are you a fire girl? Debbie's asking, yes, I'm an Aries. I am right in the middle of, I'm smack bang in the middle, 14th of, um, 14th of April. And actually someone years ago did my chart and she said to me, I got my exact, my time of birth, my date of birth, my year of birth. And she said to me, she was doing mine. And she went, oh my God. And I went, what? And she said, I have never seen this much water in anyone's chart ever. And this woman was like in her fifties or sixties. She'd been doing this for years. And I went, water, what does that mean? But I'm a fire sign. She went, no, no, understand. Water is the most powerful force on earth. And the day and the time that you were born, there was more water in your sign that I have ever seen in all of my years doing this. And I was like, does that mean I'm a powerful force? And she was like, you're fucking right, it does. And I never forgot that. I never forgot that. I think that it kind of made me go, yeah, I'm powerful, you know, mind over matter and all that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, love it. Okay, so you guys are, uh, love you too, Drew Barry, um, or Dre, is it Dre? Dre, D-R-E, I don't know how to pronounce it, but um, love you, love you. Um, uh, oh, no, but not, oh, Karen Fenton, they are, I am just putting all of your things in. Um, great, guys, you are uh, loving it, loving it, loving it. Okay, this, 
Nine's been really good. Nine's been really validated, actually. It's great. Uh, thank you so much for showing up today. Uh, I'm sure Ryan, my creative director, is having an absolute nightmare editing these because I'm shouting so loudly and these are being made into podcasts. And he's like, oh, Kim, stop shouting because it's really hard to edit and tone the sound down. But anyway, you know what? That's why he's paid the big bucks. Work harder. Nobody cares. Work harder, Ryan. Okay? Uh, love you all. See you all tomorrow, same time, 4 p.m. Do not miss it. Miss it. Don't miss it. Look on there. We're teaching the math of selling. Tomorrow, we're teaching how to make $50,000 in your first launch. Not even kidding. I'm going to break down the exact numbers, exact strategies. I'm going to try not to bore the tits off you, but that's exactly what we're teaching tomorrow. You're going to fucking love it. It's going to give you so much confidence to launch your products, to spend money on Facebook ads. Um, you don't want to miss it. So be there tomorrow, 4 p.m. UK time. Have a wonderful rest of the day wherever you are. Love you all loads. Thanks for showing up live or recording. This was awesome. And I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Okay, bye. Oh.